Hello and welcome to Atomic Geekdom. My name is Dave and I hope you're having a very force-filled weekend, week, whatever, uh, coming off the heels of Star Wars Celebration Orlando um, and of course off of the Easter weekend. Hope you had a great weekend, uh, all the Easter egg hunting and spending time with family and hot ham sandwiches and all that stuff that people do on Easter. Uh, why eggs are involved, I'll never know um, and I don't want to know. But uh, Paz has that stuff on lockdown. You only use Paz when you decorate your Easter eggs. They're the only game in town, in my opinion. Uh, joining me tonight is, uh, let's start with Kyle. Hello, everyone. And also from the Just Two Pals, pal numero uno, A number one, Johnny. Hi. Uh, of course, Randy would be here, but he is what? What is he doing, Johnny? Oh, he's just knobbing that Nintendo knob. <laughs> uh, most Guzzling likely. down that Nintendo schlong. Always that Nintendo schlong. Whatever, man. Some people... Although, can you really, when they're discontinuing the NES Classic already? Are they? You... Yeah, yeah, they are. That's that's a big news that came out yep. two day, at least two days ago. Why? That, I know so many people now that are like calling all the stores saying, when are you going to get your shipment? I need to make sure I get mine. And so many stores are saying, we're not even getting any more. Forget it. I'll just use my emulator. I don't even care. Yeah. 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 What a bummer. I've got a a console that does like all the classic games. So it's like a Retron. Yeah. Retron five. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good, too. They are. But hey, that Zelda, though. Yeah. That Zelda, which I still have yet to play. Don't one. worry about it. The new one. When when this when the Switch gets more games and it's not just a glorified Zelda machine, I'll probably go <laughs> out and get one. I'm looking yeah, forward to I'm Mario. Gonna... I'm looking forward to Mario Kart. I can play that anywhere. You know. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. I mean, that's that's that looks like a very fun game, but it's it's well, honestly it's, not worth. It's not a new game either. No, but it's a deluxe. Right. It's just the. DLC. I would get, and I've said this before. You know, I know they're coming out with a mario kart switch edition which i think is cool that's cool that's um, that's mario kart 8 deluxe yeah is that right yeah. right right so but when they come out with the super smash brothers deluxe sure. oh definitely it, then i'm getting that combo because that to me is worth buying the switch then i'll go back and get the mario kart 8 deluxe but, and then they'll they'll yeah. they'll do the classic games like they did on the wii u and all that and that's that's where i'll, I'll get my money's worth you know getting old old mm-hmm. games on there um exactly but, yeah, if, if it launched, if it launched with like Virtual Console, then that probably. Oh, uh oh, or a Wii just to play those those few Star Wars games or Smash Brothers Melee that I really want to play. Mm, yeah, that'd be awesome if they did uh, Melee as a Virtual Console game. I'm happy. That yeah, I... especially. Oh, Go ahead. I was gonna say I'm happy I got mine. I like it a lot. It's great, and I can't wait for other games. Like I like uh, the One Two Switch. That should have been included with the console, though. No, exactly. Um, just like but... Wii Sports or whatever came with it. I mean, mm-hmm. this this game would sell the system itself. It's so much fun. It's you know the party game. It's great. Um, but they didn't give you anything with it. So, I mean, and then when you can start putting apps on it, like if you want to stream Netflix or whatever, I know it's not made for that, but it should be because it's just a tablet. Yeah. that Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's missing a lot to it. Yeah. And because it doesn't have that yet, that's fine. They say it's going to come 
eventually, and that's fine too. I got my iPad, I got my laptop. I mean, no matter mm-hmm. what I, I anywhere I go, I can watch Netflix or WWE Network or whatever I want. Um, but it would be nice if it was on that too. Exactly. But uh, all right, that's for a different episode. We'll we'll <laughs> we'll cry about Nintendo to Randy, who will just not care because he'll be too busy. What Johnny? <laughs> Defending Nintendo That's to right. the bitter end. That's right. Uh, we no, got... he's 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 a, he's fairly realistic sometimes. I'll I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah, he, he keeps he's it real. down to earth about about the Switch more than other Nintendo fans I know. He'll keep it a hundred. He'll keep it about ninety ninety five. Oh, okay. ninety four ninety five. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but today's episode is going to be one of them old fashioned geek outs. Uh, we're going to talk some news, some trailers. Uh, all kinds of stuff to talk about. I don't have any notes, so we're just going to wing it and uh, see where we go. Awesome. Uh, we'll get it out of the way because I know Johnny won't want to talk about it, but we have <laughs> we have the trailer up on the website, so you can go to TomaKing.com and check out, if you haven't, if you're one of those people, uh, the trailer for Star Wars The Last Jedi Episode 8, or the ninth movie of the Star Wars movies, because you got to count Rogue One. Can't not mm-hmm. count it. Um, but it's not part of the saga, even though it totally is. Is it? It's, it's, it's not part not of the Skywalker. Of the Skywalker saga. Yeah, it's an in-betweener. But it's total. It's not a standalone. Don't don't hand me that garbage. That's what I mean. It is not a standalone because it's totally a part of that story. Uh, I I don't think that. But that's but so uh, I think it is a standalone in that it's not. It, it it is it's tied to the overall universe. You stand alone. All right, fine. You're <laughs> right. You got me. I got you. All right. Uh, Kyle, Kyle and I will uh, will will <laughs> wax poetically about this trailer. Johnny just thought it was a trailer. He was underwhelmed. I think was his words to me. I did say I was underwhelmed. Do you want me to tell you why? Yes. Because it's not Star Trek. All right. No, oh, no, no, no. Right. I, I, I play no favorites. I definitely, I, I definitely am more interested in Star Trek. Let me, let me put out a disclaimer um, here for Star Wars fans who listen. All, you know, all of our three fans. You're probably two of you are Star Wars diehards, like the rest of us. Uh, mm-hmm. Do not get angry at Johnny. He is just, he is just a human. We all have I'm just a, a man. We all have opinions, and I'm just even, a man with an opinion. That's right, and even those wrong opinions must be heard. And then, That's right. Everybody's and then, opinion is valid, even if it's wrong. Right. You you hear it, you listen to it, and then you shut it down and forget it altogether. <laughs> no. <laughs> Go ahead, Johnny. So so I um I I enjoy the Star Wars series. I'm not a fanatic, but I do enjoy them. Like I'm I'm big fans of pretty much all the movies. The even the prequels. Some of them have their some of them have their their merit. merit yeah. Um, but. Uh, but I, I'm certainly, you know, I'm I'm not going to Star Wars conventions or super hyped when I hear that the Star Wars celebration or whatever is coming up. But um, I look forward to the news about the future. But uh, I was excited for the trailer, and then the trailer dropped, and I was like pretty hyped for it. And I watched the trailer, and and I felt like I don't know. I walked away from it going, I thinking all the, all they really did was just take some shots of the of the movie. And make sure they threw in all the characters from the Force Awakens that had shown up, and then slapped the Star Wars title on it and ended it. You know what I mean? Like it didn't. It didn't get me all pumped. It didn't get me all excited. Like I'm still gonna see it, and I am still really excited for the movie. But the trailer itself, like, it's nothing to the level of, for me at least, like when Marvel drops a trailer for a movie. 
well, Thor specifically. You're, you know you're what right. I mean? Like you're right. You're right. I totally agree with that. There, when I watched, when I saw, I actually read what you told me what it was, how you felt about it, and then and then watched it. So I was scared because mm. I thought, how could they have failed? <laughs> like I, <laughs> you you really had me worried because I was at work and or no, I was leaving a doctor's appointment, so I couldn't watch it, and I'm like. What could have happened that it couldn't have been good? Then I remember that Johnny's not the Uber fan that we are, and then right. then I thought, okay, so he's just he's got a level head and he's just watching it as a fan, not not a fanatic. Now, I I am an Uber fan of Marvel, so sure, sure. you know all you have to do is throw the Hulk into a Thor trailer, and I'm gonna go yeah. And see, this super is super exciting. This is my theory on the trailer. They don't have. I think we might not see a lot until the movie comes out. And I'm a hundred percent okay with that. And I'm realizing in the past two weeks of doing podcasts, I say a hundred percent way too much. Um, mm, so but you say hundred percent, hundred percent of the time. Yeah, almost. Yeah, nearly. Too often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too often. But uh, Adam Driver, who plays Kylo Ren, said he wants this movie to have zero trailers. And if there's any franchise that could do it, it's, it's Star, Wars. Star Wars, and still make a billion jillion dollars. Yeah, and and me being underwhelmed by it isn't indicating that I'm not excited sure, for the sure. movie. Sure, sure, of course just, not. Just that, just that we've all been waiting for so long. Wow. Yeah, right, right. Just we, that we've all been waiting for so long. We everyone's excited for it, and then they drop it, and I felt like it could have been a trailer for any movie. You're right. I didn't. I didn't feel blown away by it, and then I watched it again, and I thought, okay, there's the feelings, there's the music, and I, I examined it again deeper than just the mm-hmm. the fan watch. And then I felt it, you know, like, OK, this is what's happening. Luke is Luke is completely defeated in this trailer, like just destroyed. And I guess my theory on that is the loss of Ben or Kylo Ren, like his, you know, failing of of, of Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. And then and then learning of the loss of Han, his his, his brother, essentially, or his buddy. And uh, and, you know, I, I think that's got him at on, on the edge. And with that new poster, that beautiful poster. Um, yeah, the poster is wicked, man. I like that poster a lot, and it it, it raises so many questions. Kudos, I kudos think, to Ray Ray getting the hero pose of yeah. of holding up the yeah. lightsaber, and you know, like, and Luke getting a, a somewhat villainous, yeah, or, or or menacing look on his face. That's pretty. He's all like, I'm excited for it. His line at the end of the trailer was good. Like it, the the trailer itself was fine, but it, you know, if I'm looking forward to something like if they if they're like guys get excited it's coming don't worry we know you all want to see it and then they put out this i kind of go oh i feel kind of let down you know and marvel's done that before with other trailers and i i think the first iron man 3 trailer i was like eh well that movie you know i was super hyped for well (laughs) okay i just Um, watched it on it was on at work on fxx i think and they kept showing like i kept walking past and seeing little clips and i'm like man this movie mm -hmm. was bad The (laughs) the movie was good up until the twist I and think the tw- I think the twist hurts the movie, and it, and it could have been the greatest movie, but the twist, the twist is was terrible for fans. Yeah. Now yeah. I think if you ask other people, Iron Man three was a good movie. People who aren't connected I'm a, to I'm a Shane Black universe. fan. Like I I like Shane Black as a director. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, me too. But it did feel like Stark turned into kind of a character out of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Like, yeah, yeah, a little bit, but you know, whatever, what are you gonna do? So anyway, I, I, I'm still super excited for the movie. Uh, the trailer was fine, but I wasn't, I, I was expecting to be blown away by it. So maybe that's my own fault for going into it. Higher expectations. Expecting that I was going to walk away going, Oh my God, I got to see that trailer again. I've only watched it once. Thor Ragnarok. I've seen like 30 times. It's a good trailer. 
Plus, it's it's plus, awesome plus, trailer. it's got, it's got some lead in it. You can't, you can't go wrong with some Zeppelin in a trailer. No. <laughs> that's a great that was great music for that trailer too oh, that was, was perfect it was really good and we'll talk about that next once we finish up the star wars conversation awesome. so um, i won't say anything negative about it <laughs> i'm done no uh, no my system don't crucify me you got valid those are valid points and i i was with you when i watched the first i'm like oh that's it and maybe i would have been more excited if i got to see it like live and before everybody reacted but at the same yeah. time at the same time i watched it again and then i you know was assigned to write about it for another website entertainment earth check it out news.entertainmentearth.com um i was assigned it and then i was like okay i really gotta i really gotta watch it i really gotta take notes and you know detail and, and watch it and i'm like this is a good trailer i i love the music i i can't get over how much i love the music because it's got that classic feel to it but it's fresh there's a there's it's got the Ray and Kylo Ren like overtures in there um, for their themes that that the scores for their themes and it's just I don't know I really enjoyed it I like the the one shot of of Kylo Ren with the with the lightsaber in his face kind of like my avatar on Facebook and Twitter um, mm-hmm. you know you're welcome Ryan Johnson for the inspiration for that look <laughs> uh, no that's just classic Jedi Sith look. Um, I kind of get the feeling that perhaps the title of Jedi and Sith is going away, and that's what the title means. Oh, that's a that's a good theory. I mean, I've I've heard a lot of people wanting like the gray, right, Jedi to come out, and that's like what the the balance, right, right, what the book is or that whatever yeah. whatever the, the Jedi logo is. Everyone, thinks yeah, it's the, it was it, it was like yeah the Jedi logo and. That would be an interesting plot point to do. Yeah, i I think it would change the dramatic. I really hope we get of it. we get a look at what the Knights of Ren are in this movie. Um, I do too. Yeah, um, do, do you know? Do you learn more? I know you read the the aftermath trilogy, right? I I yeah, I'm reading it. I haven't gotten all the way through with it as it's, far as I. But as far as I know, there's nothing that uh, ties it to the Knights of Ren. But I did hear that the aftermath trilogy tells you the fate of one Jar Jar Binks. Yes, yes, he's, <laughs> he's, he's on Naboo. He's like a clown, right? Like a street performer. Yep. Yeah, poor Jar Jar, because he gets blamed. Jar Jar. He's blamed for the Emperor rising to power. Yeah. Well, it is his fault. Oh, well, yeah. Think about yeah. It. I almost had 100% there. Yeah, it is his fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. Well, I, I'm learning. I'm I growing. know that also at um, Cele- Orlando's Star Wars Celebration in Orlando. SWCO. Yep. They announced that Captain Phasma was getting her own book. and that I saw that. You, I saw that, your retweet of that. Yeah. Yeah. Just like they did with the journey to the Force Awakens, they're doing the journey to the to the Last Jedi. Good. I like that like comic book. Banner. You like Shattered Empire? Yeah, I like that a lot. That was yeah. about Poe's parents. It, uh, I did not like it so much because I was expecting more. <laughs> you Luke. wanted more? I got you. I got you. I, I, I was expecting more Luke, and I'm like, oh, he's just he's there. I like he doesn't the, do much. I like the artwork for the Star Wars books. Well, who was it? Greg Rucka, I believe, that <sighs> yeah. did. Shattered. Um, yeah, Shattered Empire. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm interested to see what Phasma's about. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be like her backstory and everything, which is good because we need to. We should know that. I yeah. think we. I think we should need to know that. But especially if I, she's gonna be this big character. Well, maybe not. I mean, I don't know. Well, she she was shown in the trailer right. coming out of the fire. Yeah. So that was 
pretty awesome. Yeah, let's let's and, keep in mind that this is they're 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 saying it's not. You know how Force Awakens kind of took every tone from A New Hope. They're saying that Empire doesn't do that, but it is dark. Um, yeah, and as as long as they don't, as long as it's not like a shot for shot of Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> right. I'm okay with it. Right. I right. mean, I loved I love Force Awakens. I do see the comparison for everything, but it's but I'm also in the camp where it's like, okay, you're trying to get people back back in, in Star right. Wars, reinvested. Which, yeah, which yeah. is fine. Which is fine, and it it did the right thing. That's why it made over a billion dollars. <laughs> and it's just it's Star Wars, so it is. Also, you have you have a generation that that their Star Wars was the prequels, and now yeah. and now they're our age when the prequels came out. So now they're they're young adults or you know teenagers and older. So these movies have to kind of work for the those quote unquote millennials that were fan actual fans of the prequels whose love and admiration for the pre- prequels are the same as our love for the originals. Yeah, I mean I mean I I never I didn't get to see like the original like the special edition when it came out in theaters back in 97. I did. Which is now 20 years ago, if I, you think about it. I did, and the story behind that is I saw it for free. Uh, I, oh, I, I used my high school ID because I was on the newspaper back then. And <laughs> uh, if you just want, if I learned a trick that if you said I'm doing a movie review for the paper, you got in you for, free. for free. And I said that for every Star Wars movie I saw. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, I got I to gotta make notes of what they changed. God, I was in elementary school when they came out, so oh. there's that. Yeah, so I just aged myself. <laughs> well, everybody already knows. Hey, everybody that quick, listens knows I'm old. Quick yeah. question about the celebration, because yeah. I haven't read all the news on it. Um, was there any talk of uh, of Kenobi? Kenobi stuff? Movie? There was, uh, there was no talk about it. Uh, Which I think is a good thing. That's a good thing, Johnny. It's a good thing. Yeah, that means they're no. probably saving it. They're saving I it. Want Keno- saving it for what? For a uh, big surprise, for else. they're gonna they're gonna reveal. It would have been a big surprise. Comic Con, man. Comic Con, bro. Comic Con. Ah, uh, all right. But yes, I think <laughs> they did miss a big opportunity to say if they were gonna do a Kenobi movie. Yeah. With you, McGregor. I'm not. I'm saying right now. With the way with the way Rebels ended, they could totally do it. Yeah. Because <sighs> there's there's stories there to find out what ha- what what he's doing up until that that point because he's an older man at that point kenobi's story at this point aside from luke's um because you know i i want to know why luke is the way he is right now but aside from luke's kenobi's story has has been the only story i've ever wanted to know i you know i never cared about knowing about boba fett or han solo or you know leia or uh, just any i don't care about anyone like kenobi's story is the most interesting to me i wonder why do, do you know why or um, because he was so mysterious. Okay. In the in the first movie, he's he's, um, he's when you watch it as an adult, you're like he's kind of weird. Like <laughs> he is weird. Yeah. Is right. Weird. That's right. why I like him so much. And then and then I just loved Ewan McGregor playing him in the prequels. Yeah. He was so good. He was the best part and of I, it. I, oh, I, oh, he was. Yeah. He made yeah. every movie. Um. Well, he makes then, he makes uh, Hayden Christensen a better actor. Uh, which which is not <laughs> saying in the room right right he made like the the most the thing i look forward to most of the prequels was the obi-wan anakin fight i mean that's what you're waiting yeah. for and and ewan mcgregor made that tolerable and he made it really good like that's the mm-hmm. best part when he says you were my brother 
Like I, I'm getting chills already. Like just thinking about and, that line reading. Knowing, knowing how personally broken he was that he over failed. that whole right. experience. Right, like he failed. And then, yeah, like he failed. But then the the you know the Jedi Order getting destroyed oh. and going into um, and watching seclusion, kill but, younglings, but keeping an eye on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, that kill had to be hard. Younglings. But I want to <laughs> see. I want to see how this character becomes the broken. Um, you know, d- distraught little man, man living that in a he cave. was at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith into being the weird kind of quirky, hopeful Ben Kenobi we saw in in A New Hope. Yeah, right. I I, I dig that. I'd, I'd want to see that movie. I've I've said that for a while. Um, I I love you, McGregor, as an actor. So, mm-hmm. um, now if they show him fighting a crate dragon, ooh, movie made. <laughs> maybe 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 a single or or a couple different runs in run-ins with a, a certain bounty hunter named Boba avenging his father's death. Even though I would be okay with that. Even though I mean, you know, yeah. even though Mace Windu's to blame, and we learned at Star Wars Celebration that Mace Windu is alive. We did. Ooh, we did learn that. How did I miss that? Well, Sam Jackson was did a video and he said George Lucas said if you want Mace Window to be alive, he's alive. And Sam Jackson came back and said he's alive. That's that that's not confirmation. I know. I know. Oh, so I know. That, so that's <laughs> it's an so end. That's it's just, an end that's around. Just, that's just George Lucas placating Samuel Sam L. Jackson. Jackson. But say, but <laughs> look, look, he's we're not using him in any way. So if you want to say he survived the fall, then fine. He survived the fall. Right. But at the same time, he's all up in that Disney money. So they'd bring Sam Jackson back in a heartbeat, I think. I don't know if in this saga they would. I, I could see in other in other stories, but certainly not for this kind of Force Awakens. Um, you know, no. What, yeah. One of the standalones. Not. No, no. Of course, it'd be a standalone movie. Yeah. Like he, I could see him showing up in a Kenobi movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, Sans arms, <laughs> just one, one I think. arm, just one. Did he lose only one? I thought he lost. Both. Yeah, yeah. Then he, then he, he got electrocuted though, <laughs> and then he got he thrown out of a That's out true. of a five thousand story building. Mm. Did you guys also hear Ryan Johnson said that we are one hundred percent? Dave, gonna yeah. learn who uh, raise uh, parentage. He said, "Yeah, parentage. I've got the quote right here from Good Morning America." He said. uh, when asked about Ray's parentage being addressed in the movie, he said it will, but he was very careful not to say much, as there will be lots of surprises, twists, and turns mm. in the movie. I'm predicting Yoda is her dad. I'm going to agree yep. with not that. Thank you. Oh, you don't agree with I'll that. ask you, no. before we move on from Star Wars, I'll ask everybody. They're, they're legit. Is that your legit theory, Johnny? Absolutely not. No, we okay. we actually talked about this on another episode when we talked about. Well, we got to keep it fresh, so we'll talk about it. Um, all right, all um, right. Well, so I I think I one hundred percent believe that she is uh, Kenobi's ass- granddaughter. You're an asshole. I keep saying one hundred percent. I'm trying to break my addiction. Mm-hmm. You think? Oh, mm-hmm. who'd you say? Obi Wan? Yeah, I think she's Kenobi's granddaughter. Okay, and uh, if she, and if she's not that, I don't want her to be anyone's kid. Well, here's here's the thing. We we have no idea other than I think he's a villain who Benicio del Toro is playing. Haven't seen him mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. No, we haven't even seen Laura Dern either. And then Laura Dern, who could very well be somebody related to Ray. 
She could be. Well, we did find out that she's like an admiral in the resistance, well, resistance fleet. Yeah, see? See? Mm. See? Oh, um, just... And that Poe doesn't really take well to her. <laughs> mm. I think Ray is uh, Jyn Erso's cousin. That Second would, cousin. Steve, I, I, was on, I was on the Jyn Erso train for a while. You know, family member. <laughs> but uh, I got off that train. Um, I think she's K2SO's grandmother. <laughs> Weird. Uh, we did learn no, that Kelly Kelly Marie Tran, uh, she was on the Last Jedi panel, uh, is, I guess, they're making a big deal because she's the first Asian main character um, in the Star Wars universe. Is this correct? Uh, that I can think of? Yes. I can't. I'm, you know, I'm going through my brain. I mean, we had got- we had the dude from Lost uh, as part of the Rebel or the the Resistance. Yeah, but he wasn't a main character, right? And she seems to be coming. This she's like a janitor or something. She's a janitor? No, it can't be because that's essentially <laughs> that's essentially what Finn was. <laughs> that's the joke that that's the joke that Han Solo made is that you were a janitor. <laughs> uh, no, she plays Rose. Um, and they that's dis- a very Star Wars name. Yeah, right. What galaxy do the, do they know about roses? I mean, I've uh, never seen a rose in Star Wars. Maybe she was she was she was kissed by a rose. I've been yes. By rose on the train. <laughs> I actually expected Johnny to sing that. That was amazing. You you shocked me. Um, nineteen ninety five, Batman Forever. Come on, now. absolutely. I was first grade. <laughs> absolutely, I had that soundtrack, dude. I had that soundtrack. Oh yeah, me I'm, too. I'm I not still afraid. have it to this day. Oh, that is weird. Um, it's on my iTunes. I also, hey, I also have the Batman and Robin soundtrack too. So that's, there's something. That's hurtful. Well, it was nineteen ninety eight. True. Come on now. All right, we'll wrap up Star Wars here with describing Rose's character from the actress herself. Uh, her name is Rose. She's part of the Resistance and she works in maintenance. Maintenance. Yay. Good. All right. It's a, par- mean, a parallel to John Boyega's Finn. I mean, I'm 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 glad that in this this future far far away there's still jobs for everyone. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and she she's apparently she becomes a hero. She's she uh, comes up with something to save the day. Um, she's not looking to be a hero either, but she gets pulled into the venture with Finn. Oh, that's what happened oh. to Finn. He got pulled into the adventure too. With Finn. With himself. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Finn, with Finn brought himself I, I know into it. Someone someone translated the uh the writing on Finn's pod and it said stable. So oh. confirmation that Finn is alive and well. Well but we I'll do that. We assume. All right, yeah. my theory my theory on Finn, he's gonna turn. He's gonna be brainwashed or something. His brainwashing is gonna make him turn. We're gonna get a moment where Ray is happy to be reunited with Finn, and he raises his blaster to her and says something dramatic. Mm. No. How? Sorry. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Something. Something with Phasma. Phasma gets a hold of him and brings him back and brainwashes him. I think so. I think so. I think that pod is misleading. Hmm. Okay. No. I, I, I think it's just. I think it's a healing pod. And I'm sorry. They. Right. You. You can't. You can't make him turn from the First Order to the Resistance back to the First Order. I I sure can. I don't think that their relationship is strong enough that the audience is going to go, Oh my God, oh no. You know what I mean? I think it is. I do too. Do you? Yeah. Mm, 
We'll okay. see. We'll see. I, I'm probably wrong, but sometimes I'm right. But usually I'm right about WWE stuff and never about anything else. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll at least say I thought that their friendship grew incredibly quick. And uh, yeah, they were it was it was like a, it was they really made that moment when he's about to split uh, a bigger deal. Like Ray gets pretty broken up by the fact that he wants to leave. Yeah. Well, it was yeah, like, one, it was like it, one of her only like, good friends. Like, sure, sure. No, I get it. For her, for her, I guess I get it. But I'm saying for the audience, I, I don't know. But again, I, I'm, I, you know, <clears throat> I'm, I guess I'm, I'm opinionated. Yeah. In that. Yeah. All right, let's you know, let's break away from, from Star from Wars in a second. But we need to talk about the trailer for the final season of Star Wars Rebels. The animated series that's on Disney was announced that, yeah, this is the fourth and final season, which is sad. It's quite, Mm -hmm. quite sad. Uh, Did did you at any point talk about the uh, the whole Obi-Wan and and, uh, Darth Maul confrontation? I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, um, but we can. Uh, It was great. (laughs) It was great. I watched that episode uh, just for that confrontation, and I was. I loved it. I yeah. thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I liked everything they did with Maul. I didn't like it so much in the Clone Wars because he was also in the Clone Wars animated thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't enjoy it. They made him too much of a focal point of that show, and I didn't think that was a good idea. Here it was good enough because it kind of played on a lot of levels, and I, I, I love every character on Rebels. Like I'm tied to all of them, and from the pilot, I didn't think I would be. I thought I would hate a lot of these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but they framed this trailer to kind of be around, um, uh, what you call it? Uh, I can't remember any of the characters' names right now. Oh, uh, the, the, the two, Twi'lek? not, not her. The, well, she was the, the, the voice essentially. So she was a narrator. The narrator for the, the trailer. Um, I was thinking of, uh, Kanan and Kane, no, no, not Kanan, but the kid. Uh, oh, Ezra, oh, Ezra, Ezra. And then the, the Mandalorian chick. Ezra Miller. Uh, yes, Ezra Miller. Ezra. <laughs> I can't. Uh, what? I'm, I'm looking right at her action figure. Sabine? Sabine. Ren. Sabine Ren. Yes, the Mandalorian with the black, uh, the dark saber. Wait, her last name is Ren? Uh, I think it's W-R-E-N. Oh. 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 <laughs> I gotta look it up, because I'm pretty sure that's what it is. My brain went right to it. Let's see. List of Star Wars characters. Ezra Bridger. Kanan Jarrus, who I like that character a lot. Uh, the comic book Kanan, The Last Padawan, is really good. It explains um, what he did before Order 66 happened. Nice. Uh, Hera Sindola is the Twi'lek. Um, and we know that she survives at least until the battle on the moon of, en- on the moon of Endor. Uh, you mean Battle of Scarif? Nope. Endor. Really? Um, there's an upcoming animated short called Forces of Destiny that will feature Hera teaming up with Leia, Solo, and the Ewoks. Oh, snap. I, Sorry, guys. I Spoiler. Do, <laughs> I do also know that... It, okay, do you remember in Return of the Jedi with that uh, when they're on Endor and you see like that old old man with the white beard? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Right. Yeah. That is... Oh, uh, that's the dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Dave Fioni came out and was like, "Yep, that's that's Rex." Oh, for real? Yep. That's yep. huge. So we, 
So we at least know he at least survives until Return of the Jedi as well. That dude lives from the Clone Wars <laughs> all the way to the Battle of Endor? Yep. Wow. That's crazy. I know. That's a that's a long life, especially for a clone, because they were supposed to... Just die. Like, die off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nature found a way. Huh. Mm-hmm. Ian Malcolm well, was right again. We also, also in the new um, uh, Star Wars Rebels trailer, we get confirmation that the Nogri are going to be the bodyguards to Thrawn. Rook. Which, what? Rook. R-U-H-K. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, Rook. Yeah. Uh, Warwick Davis is going to play him. Correct. Yeah, he's he's one of the bodyguards that was from uh, Heir to the Empire, the Thrawn trilogy. Yeah. So he's making... So they're bringing that character in. Um, now, I want Mara Jade. I was going to say, what do you think the chances now, of them bringing Mara Jade in? It, she would have to be, she would have to be around, because what Rebels takes place three to four years before uh, uh, a new hope, the, the beginning of Rebels, yeah. So, so safe to say that by the end of Rebels, a new hope is around that time. I'm gonna guess they're gonna bridge it to maybe Rogue One. Okay, so yeah, around yeah, same. Um, because so they're getting close. The, they're, they're getting close. What? When does Rebels take place? It's like three years before uh, the the Battle of Yavin. Okay. All right. I figured it had to be close to A New Hope, considering how old Obi Wan is. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like three years before A New Hope. I think is what I remember okay. looking at the timeline once before. And Mara so, Jade is Luke's wife in that uh, universe that is no longer canon. Right. In the, the Legends, Legends universe. Legends. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and she so, doesn't even need they, to be that. She doesn't need to be that. She just needs to be here. She just needs to be. She needs in, to be the Emperor's hand. That's who ooh, she needs to be. Ooh. If they if they can bring in Thrawn and the Nogri, but, they can bring in Mara Jade as the Emperor's hand. Oh, man, did did you watch the Battlefield Two trailer? I did. I was just going to talk about that too. Oh man, I love that trailer. That the fact that we're also getting finally a single player campaign makes me so much more excited that's what i've been waiting for um yep. did you see happen to see that trailer johnny oh no no sorry i was looking up mara jade <laughs> okay <laughs> no but uh the trailer for battlefield 2 it, it you get to play all the battles through all the eras so from you know the the prequels through force awakens um some pretty cool looking battles but there's this campaign that takes place it looks like it starts on the battle of endor and it's this 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 milit this imperial stormtrooper pilot. It's a pilot, right? She's wearing the pilot gear. Yeah, it's a pirate. It's um, she was like follow, a tie pilot. Pilot. Yeah, you uh, follow um, Indin Verso, the leader of Inferno Squad, an elite special forces unit of the Galactic Empire, who are equally lethal on the ground and in space. Yeah, basically, in the trailer, you see uh, her on the ground on Endor, just shooting up a bunch of rebels. And then in the background, in the distance, you can see the Death Star exploding. And she takes her helmet off and she says, it can't be. And uh, she, she also looks familiar. She does. And then the other soldier says, General, what do we do? And she says, we avenge our emperor. And then the, that's the storyline as you play as this character. Uh, just the, ripping rebels apart. <laughs> the trailer. There was there was one scene in the trailer that looked like a holographic uh, emperor. Hmm. 
on his, the bridge of on yeah. a, a, like on her ship, which I think was taking out, which which was taken out of one of the uh, I think it was Dark Empire oh. that had it. Where I know it, I know also in Dark Empire they also had the clone emperors, but there oh, was, right. I'm pretty sure there was there was one like cuts or one panel that had uh, a holographic emperor like getting like his last orders in. Huh. That makes sense. Um, all right, we got to move on, but yes, it's the final season of Star Wars Rebels. It's very sad, and uh, I can't wait to see it in the fall. I love that show, it's very, very good. Highly recommend. I'm probably gonna catch up on it after having watched that one episode. I I was interested enough in all the other characters. I'll say this there's Um, quite a few filler episodes, not as much as Clone Wars, but I really enjoyed that show. I remember getting very bored with Clone Wars several times that I. I this, never, I never watched more than a couple episodes that people had sure, recommended. Sure. Oh, this is a good one. Check it out. There's, there's a lot of these episodes where they're just going on random rebel missions, you know. Um, but it's, a, it's, we got it's a kids show too, so it's got to be fun for the kids, and not so, not so deep that. But there's so many deep episodes that just make it really, really engaging, um, mm-hmm. like the finales and stuff like that. Uh, Kanan's a great character and something something happens to him that makes him even better um, I won't it, you, you actually you watch the episode you probably know what happens to him but um, I think he's a great character and voiced by Freddie Prince Jr. makes it even better because I wish we'd get to see him as a real version of Kanan <laughs> um, and then his wife Sarah Michelle Gellar can be one of the Inquisitors which was pretty pretty awesome in season 2 mm-hmm um, all right, let's move on. Uh, unless there's anything else from the Star Wars stuff that we should talk about, uh, the um, the princess, the Carrie Fisher thing. Um, I did not get to watch it. I watched I heard it was good. I watched the, the 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 little video they made of her a few times, and it makes me sad because I, you know what, I didn't realize how young she was in A New Hope. She, she was, was like, nineteen. Yeah, she was nineteen. Yeah, amazing. And now her daughter. Oh, I hope I I really want her daughter to play a bigger character in the movies now. I don't think they will, but she was all over the place on all the panels and stuff like that and all the pictures. So, but that might have just been a tribute of her mother. So, uh, spinning. I, I I I wonder if because her mother's passed away that that's like incentive. I guess not really incentive, but inspires her to to get heavily involved in the thing that kind of put Carrie Fisher on the map. Right, right. Which she she loved so much. And from that from that video you watch, you can tell tell how much it means to her mm-hmm. to be a part of Star Wars. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a very sad video, but definitely you should watch it because it's also it also warms the heart to know that she will always be our princess and our general forever. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Let's move forward here. Let's talk uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, and a, little, a lot of good things to say about this one. <laughs> Ooh, wow, that was intense. On, huh? <laughs> All right, well, when well, you start a trailer with Led Zeppelin, come on. You yeah, can't. yeah, you're right. That was a good build up, and we first thing we see is Thor being chained up and dropped into what looks like hell. Yeah, my, yeah, my guess is hell. Yeah, I guess. And then you hell. get to see a bunch of little demons with eyes opening up as he gets dropped down there. Um, I'm gonna guess that that's early in the movie. Because he's still got all his hair. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But you also got to think, like, I know that he's he's got to go to Earth at some point and talk with Doctor Strange. 
And um, he still has all of his hair then, too. Right. That looks like the moment when she catches his hammer. Yeah. I think that's which, when he's with Strange, or at least that's when he's in New York. Which, now now that the now that Milnor is in pieces, do you think the ground is worthy to hold it? <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. No. Yeah, imagine imagine that's that's just staying there on the ground. Nobody's yeah. gonna be able to move it. Yeah, nope. right. No nope. to build the around. The janitor is gonna come by or you know. <laughs> and, okay, yeah, I, I think it. everything we saw in the trailer is from early in the film. I think the farthest the farthest into the film we see is that gladiator thing. I don't think we really see anything after that. Except for maybe a few snippets here and there, like Scourge using those you know, using guns. those machine guns. That was which pretty is a, wicked. Which, which is a panel ripped from a yeah. Yeah, uh, panel in a comic, and that I mean that could be later in the that could be later in the film, but my my guess is the majority of it is all early stuff. Who, and uh, who else is astounded at how great Kate Blanchett looks? Oh my oh, god, she looks amazing! Shocked, yeah. Both, holy cow, she looked fantastic. Yeah. yeah, her head her headpiece and then just her like her hair just. I'm looking at a down s- and all black. Yeah. It's just oh, it's. It's scary. I got a pretty that's great good. Smirk. in focus. That smirk she gives right before she destroys the hammer. Was yeah, that's amazing. a freeze frame I'm looking at right now. It's incredible. And then she just smiles and her eyes get, you know, a little dim and she's, the thing is shaking in her hand. Mm-hmm. And then it's gone. Uh, that was so awesome. Here, here's my only fear with her. I'm sure she's going to kill it. I'm sure she's going to be a force. You know what I mean? Like a, a presence in the film. Like yeah. you don't want to, you don't, you don't want her to be, this. you don't want her to be that normal Marvel villain. I don't want her to wind up being some servant of Surtur oh. who lives to serve Surtur and, you know, is, is, is almost like a lackey in a way, like a very powerful lackey, but a lackey. Sure. Nemo. I don't want her to wind up being Loki from the Avengers where the real villain was Thanos in the background kind of thing. I want I got her. You. I don't mind if they if they like ha- are in cahoots or something, but I don't want Surtur to be this big bad that as soon as he shows up, she's gone to the wayside. Yeah, I want her to be the villain and Surtur to be a force. Okay, uh, let's talk about the. I got this feeling. This movie moves from looking like a Thor movie into very much looking like a Guardians movie or a buddy cop movie. I didn't get that far. That's what they keep talking about it being. I know. Uh, I didn't get that. I know him. He's a friend from work. <laughs> I've talked about that before. That line is weird. It makes me laugh, but it does feel like deleted scene Thor. It is. It is a. Ve- it is a very. Um, I've spent too much time on Earth, Thor. Yeah. Line. But right. it's it's funny nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. No, I enjoyed it, and you know, as long as he's not too much of that what weird version of Thor, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Uh, well, Ta- Taika Waititi has said that, that Chris Hemsworth's version of Thor or, or Chris Hemsworth himself is so much funnier than yeah. than people realize. And, and it is true. He, he's a very funny guy. Well, Thor, um, Thor isn't a character that's meant to be really hysterical. Like, right, he's a very right. serious... Yeah. But but there is a lot of humor to be gathered sure. in, in, in the fact that he's so distant from Yes, yes. So I agree. Him saying that line like he's a he's a friend from work is a very Earth thing to say and not an Asgardian thing to say. Right. Right. Uh, And um, it's weird to me that he considers the Avengers work. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, that that's weird to me. Again, again, I'm not discounting it. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. 
I still think it's funny. Uh, the mm-hmm. d- delivery is great and everything. It just felt. I don't want it him to be off. too human. Right. I still want him to be to be regal. The, com- the comedy of Thor, which was in the first movie directed by Kenneth Branagh, is him not understanding things from Earth. Like you said, he's so distant, and him trying to accustom Ooh. to our our normal day to day things. That's mm-hmm. the comedy that you get from Thor, and I think. Uh, uh, Taika Waititi is, is a great comedic director but I think he's going to do just fine in this world and it's not going to be you know I know certain other people are worried that this is just going to be a comedy and it's going to be stupid and a buddy cop movie I think it's going to be good I think so too I, I think yeah I think so as well yeah I, I know, November is going to be a pretty packed month with uh, with movies what else we got you Why nothing else, League. nothing else is coming out but Thor Ragnarok in November and Justice League. Yeah, but nothing else besides Thor is coming out in November of 2017. <laughs> what you about sure about that, Johnny? What about the? Sorry, no, nothing else worthwhile is coming oh, out in November oh of 2017. Um, did anybody geek out over the fact that he had the helmet on? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Loved it. I was great. So, I loved it. He flicks it down and he's like, "Just, just suck it, haters. Mm-hmm. Here it is." <laughs> so I, I have something to say about everyone. Not everyone. About a, a vast majority of people saying it looks just like a Guardians three. Nah, I get okay. it visually. Visually, yes, it does. yes. Um, and and the music definitely kind of does that too because they're using a they're using a song. Trendy music. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. To 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 you know to as part of the trailer. Um, but I think space is just weird and kooky. Yeah. And the Colorful. only other movies where we've seen space has been guardians right right it's colorful so it makes sense to me that him going to an entirely different planet which is a trash planet right from what we've heard and definitely what we've seen you're gonna get people from all walks of the universe on this particular planet and the planet is ruled by a guy who is lavish and colorful and and he's out there and he's extravagant you know the grand master flaunts himself so I, I think it fits with Sakaar, which is really I think that's really the only place where we're going to see this kind of Guardians of the Galaxy color and brightness and stuff. I think the rest like hell obviously is an Earth isn't going to be all colorful. Asgard is going to be as colorful as it's always been. But mostly I think it's going to be in shambles after hell is done with it. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick. You think of like Valkyrie. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. I took from that trailer that she was a big part of that fight with Hela. She's one of yeah. the only surviving Valkyries, probably the only one. And after the fight with Hela, she either she either fell onto Sakaar, you know, the, like they won the fight, but she she lost, or she's just in seclusion. My guess is that she's, you know, she's done with Asgard after the fight with Hela, after losing all her Valkyrie friends uh, to the fight against Hela. My guess is she's she's turned her back on Asgard. She's done. Let me say real quick, I hate you, Kyle, for sending me the link to that uh, picture picture of all those those Black Series toys that I can never find. I know. <laughs> yeah, the the one about Thrawn is the one I'm going to be looking for the most. <laughs> I don't care how much it is. I'm going to get it. I still can't find Darth Revan. Like I can I find can't. I can find it on Amazon, but I ain't paying fifty dollars for. I found Kanan out in the wild. I've seen Kanan a few times. I've seen him at Walgreens. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, off track again. We're back on Star Wars. Yep. Oh, Moff Tarkin looks pretty regal there. Anyway. Um, oh, there's a Janus Solo, too. Son of a bitch. Oh, that. Oh, no. That. Um, sorry. I'm. We're going to. 
the the oh, Grand Animal oh. Thrawn is a San Diego Comic Con exclusive for fifty bucks. If it's anything like they the purple, what they did with Purple Saber is Jaina. Yep, that's Jaina. Oh my god, I just about died. There's Lando back there. Oh, all right. Sorry, guys. This is bad podcasting. <laughs> no, I think what you guys mean to say is, Johnny, you're absolutely right about everything you said regarding Thor. Yes. Right? Uh, yes. I, I totally agree. Ah, uh, 100%. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Uh, no, okay. the trailer The trailer looks fantastic. And I agree with you about everything you said about uh, Hela and uh, Valkyrie. Um, but let's talk about the moment. Planet Hulk. <laughs> yes! <laughs> uh, Loki's face, too. <laughs> just sitting on the couch. <laughs> like, he's clearly there as a guest, right? Like, he's there. Yeah. Like, uh, like this is where he wants to be. Do <laughs> What about the weird graphics? Like, it's very 80s logo. And, like, the, yeah. the, the graphics is very, again, 80s. It reminds me of, like, He-Man. Like, the old... <laughs> He-Man mm. movie mm-hmm. with uh, Courtney Cox. <laughs> like I'm like, what are they going for here? But I dig it. I, you know, I don't care. Yeah, it's it's weird that they that like both like Guardians and Thor are getting an 80s treatment. Yeah. Which yes, I get with the music with Guardians, it makes perfect sense. But with Thor, it I don't think it makes sense at all to have like that 80s, definitely that 80s logo. Yeah. To be in there. Um, Jenny, if you listen to this, if you go to Comic-Con, you're going to need to get me this Thrawn Black Series. Just saying right now. Anyway. Um, Jenny, you may need to do it for me as well. <laughs> uh, Jenny, I don't need one. Thanks, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Johnny. I mean, but if they have it, if, but if they have it online through the Hasbro store, which they've done before through for San Diego Comic-Con exclusives, because I've done that before. Well, then you just buy two, and I'll pay you. I will. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, back. Oh, Sorry, Johnny. Oh, Sorry, Johnny. The, 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 mask, the mask is there. Oh, he's got like a you throne, do, boo. throne room. Anyway, uh, Thor, anything else we want to talk about from Thor? Other than how great the trailer was? Oh, it looked um, awesome. It looked I mean, the fun. destruction of Asgard, basically. Yeah. Um, we getting uh, the last Infinity Stone in Thor Ragnarok? I... <sighs> or Guardians. There's there there's not going to be any Infinity Stone in Guardians. I think they've already come out and said that. Yeah, they've said none. Um, Fine. He, I I don't think we're gonna get an Infinity Stone in Thor. Okay. I think it's gonna I, show up in uh, Infinity War. Okay. I've heard a couple of different theories, and and one of the theories that I thought sounded the most interesting was that uh, Heimdall has or oh, yeah. is or possesses the the soul stone that i could i could dig that i can dig that can um, you dig it i think i think it fits with him and kind of what his abilities are on asgard mm-hmm. as the protector of the bridge and the you know he watches over all the nine realms all that stuff yeah. um that some someone took out that that line from uh i think it's thor the dark world where Thor's like, what do you know? What do you, what do you see out there? And he's like, I see all the souls, fifteen billion souls. Right. Someone took that out. Just because he says souls doesn't mean that he's in possession or is the soul gem, but the soul stone. Excuse me. But uh, I, I think there's merit to that theory, mm-hmm. and I'd be interested in seeing that and what that means for him. Yeah. It was cool to see him without his his like gold armor he's always seen in. 
He looks like a badass. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Trailer. That sort is <laughs> wicked. All right, mm-hmm. let's move on to the other trailer that came out recently that we have not talked about, uh, and that is the trailer for It. Ooh. Mm. Uh, we'll talk about it without Matt, but there will be an episode in which we just talk all things Stephen King, and of course, it will come up. But uh, the new It movie coming out in September. Uh, the trailer came out the other day, the first full-length trailer. Starts off just like the book. Um, brother, older brother, making little brother a uh, boat that will float in the rain because he's older brother is too sick to go play with them. So the little brother goes outside and. Um, uh, having read the book and seen the TV movie back from the 90s, I, I know this very well. Uh, I don't remember the kid getting knocked down by one of the one of those tree things or those uh, caution things. But anyway, the boat gets away from him, falls down into the sewer, and that's where we meet the clown. And uh, you guys all saw the trailer, right? Oh yeah. What'd yeah. What you think? I, Are you guys all fans of it? I have never seen or read it. Oh no! I know. Okay, right. you have homework now. <laughs> I know. I've, I've had I have homework both for read and quite seen a long it. time. I recommend <laughs> it. I highly recommend it. Um, ah, do you recommend it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what, Johnny? I one hundred percent recommend it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Did you guys hear what I just said? <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, anyway oh boy oh boy <laughs> well i give myself oh. a headache yeah yes. um you give me a headache the, too sometimes i think uh it, it's kind of weird because all we ever see you know from our from our viewpoint from the trailer all mm-hmm. we ever see are them as kids well you know it's um, two movies right what? No, I didn't know it was two movies. Yeah, it's going to be two movies. Uh, Matt explained this to me. I didn't know it either. Uh, this is the first movie. Hmm. Okay. So All you're right. going to get. Well, then it makes sense. You're going to get like the Stranger Things kids, essentially, is what you're going to get here. Um, which Stranger Things is inspired by it and many other movies. Um, hmm. I don't think I like that. I want it to be one full movie. No, I like that it's two because there's it's a big story. Um, what happens to these kids or these characters, I should say, I don't want to ruin too much, but their adult story is so important to the story. Uh, mm-hmm. the story, Matt, Matt explains it pretty well. The clown or the creature, it itself is not the villain of the movie, even though it is the most terrifying part is growing up around this tragedy and what it makes you become as, as an adult. Okay. Uh, dealing with abuse and all kinds of other things is part of that story, and I, what I liked about the—I mean, the the uh, the miniseries essentially, the TV movie is long. Uh, it was two VHSs, if I remember right, um, because it's a long story because it, it scopes from when they were kids and this event happens to I think thirty years later. Um, I can't remember the the time frame. I'm I'm on the 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 bandwagon of rereading the book again right now. So, mm. uh, I you know if you don't like reading, get the audiobook, or if you don't like doing that, just watch the miniseries or the TV movie because that's worth seeing too. Um, I think I think you'd enjoy it because then you kind of or just go in blind and watch the movie because the movie looks great too. Uh, they did a great job, I think. I'm a. I, I really enjoyed the trailer. I'm still not super on board with how Pennywise looks. No, too, and too may- dark or 
I don't know what it is, honestly. I, maybe I just keep comparing it to the Tim Curry version, which sure. I prefer visually. Yeah, it's simple. Um, it's very simple. So we'll see. Well, I mean, maybe maybe I'll I'll totally forget all about it when I'm in the movie. Um, but yeah. I it's not the all the all the promotional stuff they've released with uh, with uh, what's his name? Who's playing it? Bill Bill, Bill Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Yeah, with Bill Skarsgård as the clown. I I never bought it. I always thought it looked dumb. Hmm. Okay. Um, um, I do think it's great. Uh, one of a friend of the show, uh, Amelia, uh, somebody put two red balloons on her doorknob at, at, her, at her house. <laughs> I thought that was the best thing ever. And I think I'm going to do that. To some of my friends <laughs> that, that, that know the it mythology. Uh, I think it's hilarious and terrifying because uh, it, it is, it is, is scary. It's a scary book, scary movie. Um, I never thought I could be afraid from a book. And it did it. So that, there's one thing that I hope to God they don't put in the film that was in the book. Okay. And that was it in the book. And here's a spoiler for you, Kyle. Um, in, in the book, when all the kids are in the sewer, um, after their experience, they're scared and they're worried. And the only girl in the group jacks them all off. So... I don't I think that's going to be. Do that in I the movie. don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I hope to God that's the worst part of that uh, book to me. Seriously? I hate that. Yeah, that's a Stephen King yeah. thing, man. That's a totally. I hate it so much. I skip anytime I've gone back and reread it or listened to it on an audiobook. I skip that part because it's disgusting and I hate it and don't want anything to do with that. It was yeah. Ugh. Uh, it was is, uncomfortable. Is there, is there a reason why it wasn't? Oh, in the... they're all. They're all worried and scared and panicked, and she does that to calm them all down. Right. Oh, okay. That's just like in uh, Green Inferno. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Right. just gotta just gotta jack off all the guys. I can't even see the girl in the trailer. Oh, there she is. Okay, yeah, she's got short hair. Um, I don't see it happening. It didn't happen in a TV movie either, but that was a TV movie, so yeah. yeah. Um, this will be a fully rated R horror movie. <laughs> so fingers crossed. Uh, but yeah, it, it should, I, I, yeah, I'm with you there. It should not happen. <sighs> Did they ever announce? Are they making the stand a movie? I thought that was a thing. I thought That's, they were doing the Dark Tower. The, the Dark Tower, years. yeah. Um, well, yeah, yeah. The Dark. The, I think the Stand was a movie at one point. It was, a, it was a TV miniseries, which I love. Oh, okay. You're which, talking about like a, a a a film, not an adaptation, but a film. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 2016 is put on hold with the rights reverting back to Warner Brothers. Oh, from Warner Brothers back to CBS Films. Uh, great. Okay, well, well it's I not happening. All I know is Idris Elba's in the Dark Tower. Right. Is it McConaughey too? And McConaughey. And McConaughey. Mm-hmm. I haven't read Dark Tower. It's one of those where I don't know where to start. Uh, it feels like there's so much to it. I don't know. I just wait for the movie, man. That's what I'm thinking. I'm gonna do. Because yeah. with those two acting in it, uh, I, I ain't going to care. All right. Uh, we're running out of time. What other trailers did I miss? <laughs> uh, I mean, there's the one that Johnny doesn't want to talk about. And then there's Spider-Man. Did we talk about the, what Spider-Man talked about last time? Yeah. It's, that's too old. Yeah, we'll move on from okay. Spider-Man. And Justice League 1 is too old. But but we do have that covered on the website. Johnny was was man enough to, to uh, sit through a Justice League trailer to write about it. Oh yeah, 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 you're not um, gonna like it. And he made he made a nice pun for the headline: Justice League, come together, but not right now. Ah, gotcha. It's a great headline. Gotcha. Uh, some yeah. news to talk about. You're not but, ready, DC. 
Um, oh, Transform- Transformers. You're the only one oh, that watched Transformers. Yeah, go for it. Um, <laughs> I didn't watch it. So. I, I watched it. I mean, I, I've seen... I've seen all the Transformers movies except for Age of Extinction, just because I know how bad it is. That's the Wahlberg um, one, right? That's yeah. yeah. So, look, guys, I, I watched a Transformer. I watched that until they killed T.J. Miller, and then I turned it off. No, no. Oh. I mean, I own it, but I, I there's just one. It's just part of me is just like, yeah, I can't, I, I can't watch it. Yeah, but uh, don't blame you. The Last Night looks very interesting. Um, there's a lot of the plot that I. That I don't know if it was announced, like if it was talked about in Age of Extinction, and if that's the case, I should actually go back and watch it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's it's a whole plot of I think, I think Unicron is coming to planet Earth and gonna destroy Earth and try to make a new Cybertron, and uh, Optimus Prime has turned evil. Yeah, I talked about this. Autobots. I talked about this for either an upcoming episode or something, but I'm not happy with that. I'm tired of that move. Where they're fighting, they're like, well, that, like they've done that move even in Fast and Furious now with with, <laughs> with Vin Diesel's character being the bad guy. Like I, I, yeah. I, I don't mind it as a plot device. It's interesting, and if you're invested in the characters, like huge fans of the Fast and Furious series, right. are legitimately going crazy over why Vin Diesel is is evil now or or bad or betraying the team or the family or whatever his family family there's not, there's not enough investment in, in this optimus prime he's very savage in the movies he's not like the one from the cartoons or or even the comics where he's like noble and and like well-intentioned in the last two movies they did uh dark of the moon and um and uh the the age other one extinction. we just said age of extinction like he's a jackass and and you don't really like him all that much, and so to to answer to answer what you were saying, Kyle, you're you're maybe you do need to see it. All you need to know is at the end of Age of Extinction, Optimus Prime goes to space to find the creators, and it looks like he found them, and they like reprogram him to be evil, huh. or or whatever. That, so uh... like I I, I want to I kind of want to see what happens. I mean, I'm going to see it anyway because I, I want to see the action. I want to see it like cross my fingers and hope this movie's better. With regards to this last trailer that came out, I'm shocked this wasn't the first trailer that came out. You know what I mean? Like this this looks like a different kind of Transformers movie in the sense that there's history and lore to it. The sure. whole Transformers being knights with King Arthur kind of thing. And this is all the stuff we heard they were going to do with this movie, but we haven't seen any of it yet. So well, that, that's what interests me. That's the thing kind of with like kind of like with um the X-Men franchise like how um how the continuity doesn't really matter anymore. Mm-hmm. They they keep on saying like for the for the Transformers like this is like the they keep saying back they keep going back to like saying like this is the first time that the Transformers have been to Earth. But now it looks like now there was another time that they come to Earth. I don't know. Oh, then before that, there was another time. And it's like, okay, now we're just writing ourselves in a hole. Well, and they said like, uh, they they in one movie they said it was the uh, the primes or something that came to Earth and built ooh, the pyramids. I, I remember that one. <laughs> yeah, that was in um, Revenge the of the one. Fallen. Yeah, Revenge of the Fallen. Yeah. So the primes came to Earth, and that's before Camelot times, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, historically speaking, I think it is. So, there—that's still, I think, the first time they arrived was 
when the primes came and helped them build the pyramids. But I guess hmm. we just thought that that they disappeared forever. Except for forever. what's his name? Who's, who's who's the guy that was the jet? Starscream? No, 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 no. The good guy. They, he was a former Decepticon. He he died and gave Optimus all his parts to be a flying. Optimus oh, Jetfire. Jetfire. Nope. Was it? Yeah, it was Jetfire. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. So Jetfire, Jetfire had been a, had been on Earth since those times, right? Didn't that mention that he that they all kind of went into hiding on Earth? Yeah, maybe I'm. No, maybe I'm wrong. And maybe I'm wrong. I I don't know for sure. Maybe we're but, all uh, wrong. I I definitely think that it. I don't think it's necessarily changing the continuity in in when they arrived. I think uh, I think that it is convenient though. I I will say that it is convenient, but it just furthers the connection between Earth and Cybertron, which is a reason why Unicron would come to assimilate it or destroy it or whatever, right? There's already a connection between the two planets. Yeah. Unicron would then target that one. It's not wow. like it randomly decides. It's not like Parallax randomly decides to come to Earth or something. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> All right. Don't get me started on that movie. <laughs> All right, let's move on to just a bit of random news and stuff like that. Some odds Well, and ends. I want to know what trailer Kyle thought I wouldn't want to talk about. <clears throat> Justice League. Oh, yeah. But you were, well, we already talked about it. Yeah. Hey, if anyone wants to know what I think about it, AtomicGeekdom.com. There you go. It's, it's on there. Right on the front page. It. It's not positive. Sorry. <laughs> um, Depending on how you look at it, this is positive. Casting news. Deadpool 2 has found their cable. Woo! Uh, it is in the form of an actor who is not foreign to the comic book movie genre. Mm-mm. Uh, he has previously played... Jonah Hex, uh, a character in Sin City, a Dame to Kill for. That is a comic book, people. Mm-hmm. Lest you forget, it's a graphic novel. He played, he played Dwight, didn't he? I think so. He played the newer, yep. the newer version of Dwight that was portrayed. No, that was the the version. It was the, before. It was the older, older version. Older before, version, uh, but in the comic books, it's the younger version. Because the Dame to Kill no, for. No, no, no. It, it's old. It's the older version. To well, yes, it is the younger version to Clive Owen's character. Right. Right. Before his plastic surgery. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, you might recognize him or will be as he's Thanos in the entire MCU. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all of it and more to come. But 20th Century Fox said, who cares about that? He's also going to be our cable. It's Josh Brolin. Love it. I love it. I dig it. Uh, and he's also, uh, if you remember, the older brother from Goonies. Yes. What do you mean? Goonies never die. Legends never die. All right. (laughs) Oh, no. Wow. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he plays Llewellyn in No Country for Old Men. That movie is (laughs) hella good. Uh, I drink your milkshake, sir. Oh. That's, uh... That's, 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 uh... I know what That's, it is. Uh, will stop it. Blood. Stop it. That's You're ruining blood. my joke. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, they get it. But yes, they did film at the exact same time yeah. in almost the exact same location. Yep. Right. That was my joke. <laughs> it was also in hollow man. Oh, great. Uh, but cable is not the only new character that introduced in Deadpool 2. Zaze beats will play domino. 
Which I'm we, excited. We found that out a while All ago. Right. But Brolin has signed on for at least, I think they said three movies, or four movies. So Deadpool 2, perhaps Deadpool 3, perhaps X-Force, and maybe an X-Men flick in there, or just a cable movie on its own. Who knows? Uh, I definitely think an X-Force. Yeah, X-Force yeah. is in the works, which I hope they keep Olivia Munn as Psylocke and continue that. She could be in X-Force. Who knows? I'd watch her in anything. Yeah, or nothing. Get it? Ah. Oh. Now that she's on <laughs> the market. Dave. Oh, you're right. Uh, but she is single, ladies. She is. Um, okay, key characters are returning to Arrow. Uh, before the season finale, Katrina Law will return as Ta- uh, Nissa Agul, excuse me, and will have a showdown with her sister Talia Agul when she finds out that she's been um, all up in her husband's business. Because remember, kids, husband? they're still married. Yep. Who? Uh, uh, her and Oliver. They're still married. Right. Yeah, it was at the end of. Yeah. It was at the end of season three. Whole thing, Rachel Ghoul wanted it's, to. It's basically marry. the Batman storyline. Yeah, but didn't she die? No, no, he died. Nessa didn't die. I thought no. she died. Rach died. Oh, okay. But she. No, Nessa. Nessa took the mantle of uh, the demon. Right. And then lost it in a battle with uh, to with Merlin. With Merlin. Merlin, right? And then no, 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 she... no. I'm sorry. Merlin lost it in a battle against. That's Oliver. when he lost his hand. Yep, and then Nessa became the new demon's head. Right, and then she destroyed the ring, meaning there was no there like, would be basically no... no more League of Assassins. Right, and she's got like an offshoot thing where they do good things. Yeah, but jo- Johnny, have you have you watched Arrow, or are you just have you given given up on it? I'm done with it. I gave up. Oh. on it. well, Talia is was in Russia during oliver's time his last year before Russia. his last year before he came back to star city mm, he was okay. in so she so she gave him his bow and suit that you see in season one but he never know he never finds out her last name he just knows her as talia not until not until season five when right. spoiler alert uh <laughs> prometheus who we all now know is adrian chase who is the district attorney for star city and Talia mm. capture him, and then he find. Then Talia tells him about his about her lineage, which mm. Talia captures was, Oliver. Yeah, right. And then he finds out, and that they've been working together with together, and so Nissa is gonna kind of come into town and like, oh no, you didn't. <laughs> and she mm. gonna be like, yeah, I did. Anyway, uh, interesting. Yeah, it should be. I like. I, I. I'm in love with Katrina Law, so I'm happy she's back. Uh, also making a return. Um, she's uh, Katrina Law will be back for several episodes, even though she's doing that uh, training day show. I think still, uh, but they're probably done with production or were when they were doing production it, for this. Yeah, the production was done with training day because they filmed all of. Uh, dang it! What's his? What's the actor's name that recently passed away? Oh, the the black guy. No, the white guy. No, Bill Paxton. Bill, Bill Paxton. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot he was on that oh, show. Yeah. It is. Sorry. It's, I don't know if you can hear it, but it's like downpouring over here. Yeah, I can hear it on my window, too. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Uh, but no. Um, yeah, so she's, she was also on Training Day, which I need to check out because I love that movie. But uh, no, Manu Bennett, a.k.a. Slade Wilson, a.k.a. Deathstroke, will be returning for at least the finale and maybe more. Who knows? Um, Deathstroke. Now, have we... 
it, there's been going back and forth between him and like Arrow, like saying that he's back, that he's not back. He went on Instagram. He broke a. He basically like broke an Arrow in half, saying that he's not coming back to Arrow. But Mark Guggenheim has come out and said that Mano, Mano Bennett is coming back to Arrow. It's like, who do we trust? I think he's just. I think it's. He's just feeling the fire. Confirmed. Yeah. I think it's 100% confirmed. Okay. Jerk. I think uh, he. Yeah. I think he's just kind of doing some PR stuff. Perhaps. All right. I know. I know there was some bad feelings there because he wanted to stay on the show, but it, it, WB said no because we're doing this whole movie thing and. Um, but no, I, I think he's back. Cause, uh, even, even Stephen Amell said something to the effect of him being back. Yeah. Welcoming him back. Yeah. I think it's happening. Um, also promoting Arrow needs Deathstroke. Yeah. It. Yeah. Badly. Actually, you, you need to watch season five cause it's, it's oh. gone back to season two. I think. Yeah. The best part. Has it? Hey, 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 Hey Johnny. The best part is they made the, the, this alternate reality, uh, on legends and they made uh, Felicity a hero, like a vigilante. Yeah, I saw it. Vigilante, and then mm-hmm. they and they killed her, dude. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> loved it. Sarah did it. Yeah. Broke her damn yeah. neck. Yeah, I loved it every second of it because you're not a vigilante, woman. <laughs> well, well, in the Doom world, uh, you know yeah. what? If you want to listen to it, listen to Legends TV. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, well, you'll get you'll get time to promote <laughs> anyway. Um, but no, uh, promoted to Felicity shouldn't be a vigilante. No, she should very right. much be a part of the show. I, I agree with that. Um, Mostly because she's a woman, right, Dave? <sighs> wow. Hey, hey, Dave. No. No, I have I, I have no part of this conversation. All right, back to the news. <laughs> promoted to series regulars uh, are. Oh, wait, wait, you missed one person. Uh, wait, what? Captain Boomerang is coming back. What he is? Yes. When was that announced? There was there was a there was a set photo uh, for the finale where you see Stephen Amell, someone in the someone in the Deathstroke costume, and you see uh, Captain Boomerang on Lian Yu. Interesting. Oh, really? Now you really yep. have to watch. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll check it out. I liked Captain Boomerang and then one. But I mean, his his character hasn't officially been announced as coming back. But that set photo, yeah, says says that yes, he's back. Says all it, you but that's where know. he's captured, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Captain Boomerang and and Deathstroke, Deathstroke are both, are both on, on you. Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but wait, isn't Deathstroke? <sighs> hold on, I'm confused. Is he alive again? He's yes, never. He just yeah. doesn't have the Mirakuru. Right. Oh my gosh, I don't understand things. All right. That's the injection that was at the end of season two where mm-hmm. he was injecting all the people. Mm. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Back to this story that I'll never get finished. Uh, Sorry. Series regulars next next season. Rick Gonzalez playing Rene Ramirez, a.k.a. Wild Dog, will be a series regular next season. Also joining the team will be Juliana Harkavy playing Dinah Drake or the new Canary. Which I, I like a lot. Yeah. I like her lots and lots. All right. All right. Moving on to the Supergirl side of things. Um, oh, yes. They announced a couple things. Um, Superman is set to return for the season finale, which makes a lot of sense to bookend it because he started the season. Yeah. So Tyler Hoechlin will return on, uh, on Supergirl as Earth-38's version of Superman. Love his Superman as she mm-hmm. uh, as she prepares to do battle for the 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 season finale. I don't know with what yet, but we'll see. It's against Cadmus. Against Cadmus. There you go. Uh, but also returning will be 
uh, Han Solo's wife, real life wife, uh, Cat Grant, will be back for the finale as well. Yay! Yeah, she Good. should return. She's only been yeah. gone since like episode one or two, so <laughs> she should. Yeah, she yeah. she left uh, episode after episode two. I mean, and I understand the whole reasoning why because like, of the filming. Left. Yeah, yeah. Filming moved to Vancouver, and she didn't want to go up there. Yeah, which I I understand that she's got a family and everything. Right, she's got to take care of her husband when he crashes planes too soon. Ah, uh, no, nobody died. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Um, I, uh, I think we're good on news, plus it's getting late, and, uh, the show is already almost, uh, yeah, almost an hour and a half, so, I think that's gonna wrap it up with all the geeking out, I think we had some fun here, right? We talked yeah. a lot of Star Wars, uh, sorry guys, if you're not into that, Johnny. Um, I'll still talk about it, I don't <laughs> hate it, I don't, I don't oh, you know what? with the wrong impression, I don't dislike Star Wars, we I didn't, was just underwhelmed by the trailer. We didn't really talk a lot about DC movies, so here's the last thing I'll say. Dolph Lundgren oh. has been cast for Aquaman as King Nearest. And he's not playing a villain. There you go. Weird, right? I'm right on. Weird. Yeah. Oh, and Sylvester Stallone is not going to be in The Expendables. Yeah, I haven't, watched, I have not watched any <laughs> of them. Oh, I haven't seen no. a single one. What, what happened to their whole Expended Bells plan? Oh, uh, I'd I'm watch sure that. that's still going on, but yeah. uh, who knows? I, the only the only thing I know is like that Oceans 8 is oh, happening. Oh, yeah, right, right, the Lady Oceans. Yeah. Um, I'm all for that. Good luck, ladies. Go steal some stuff. Because it only takes eight women to pull off a heist that it takes 12 men to pull off. That's right. Right. It's a hundred. Women can be vigilantes. It's a hundred percent right. <laughs> no. Um, <apparently. laughs> okay. Oh, one thing I do want to mention: uh, if you have not started watching it, go binge it now. Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand is back, and it's on Netflix. And I have, you know, I've watched the old Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand so many times; it still makes me chuckle. But I remember the first time I watched it as a, a young teenager and how I couldn't stop laughing back then and how funny that show was. Me and my cousin Jason would would stay up late and watch it. And oh, man, we love that show. And then when they brought it back, I'm like, oh, it's new voices for the bots. I'm not going to like this. I'm not going to get into it because, uh, you know, the voices are different and it takes away from the characters, you know, and love. Uh, and Jonah Ray is a great comedian. I like him a lot on the Nerdist podcast, and I thought him being cast was fantastic. And plus, the the Mads are played by uh, Felicia Day and Patton Oswalt. It's perfect. Mm. It's great. And then I sat down and watched the first episode. I fell in love with it completely all over again. It still makes me laugh hysterically. There's brand new pop culture references in there. I mean, they're talking like Game of Thrones and uh, Walking Dead and stuff as part of their jokes. And it, it's so well done. It's so great. It feels like it did back when you watched it for the first time. I'm enjoying every bit of it. There's even uh, a cameo by Neil Patrick Harris where they do a duet between Felicia Day and Neil Patrick Harris that makes you think back to Doctor Horrible. Um, mm. They get to see because they're they're doing their online dating when they've never met in person. Um, and so they're singing a song to each other and then she says we should just meet right now and he's like oh I can't and then that's it (laughs) Uh, it's pretty great Um, and so far some of the people from the original cast have made appearances already as their original characters Um, and it's been a lot of fun and I'm digging it Uh, I think between me and Kyle we've said that a thousand times tonight Um, Mm. but at the same time (laughs) it's super fun I can't wait to be done with this podcast and watch one more episode before I go to bed tonight 
and it, it's I, I really hope they make more. Um, I wish I had gotten on the Kickstarter when I had the chance to give them money because I want my name in the credits. <laughs> but uh, I, I would if they did have to do another one. But I, I have a feeling Netflix is fully behind them now um, because it, it's I think it's going to it's going to be good. I think it's going to be big. Um, I really enjoy it. So if you've never watched it before, it's hard to get into. It's hard to understand what they're doing. Um, but at the same time, it's just a bunch, a couple people ripping on really bad movies, like really bad movies. So what's, what's not funny about that? It's super funny. Um, and they did a thing with well, Tom, Tom Servo now where he can fly, uh, like the R2D2 style. It's pretty great. If we're recommending one or two things, I want to recommend, uh, the, the third season of better call Saul. Oh, last I missed. Week. Yeah. First episode. Yeah, great, great first episode. Gotta and that, that show's one. amazing. That's so, a great. It's a beautiful show check too. Mhm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, of course, you know that if you've seen Breaking Bad, you know what they can do. Um, oh yeah. Very good. Oh, they kill it. They um, kill one it thing on I'll show. recommend too. It's a little hard to find because it's on its own subscription service called CISO, which is a comedy thing, and we make no money by you subscribing to them. I think it costs like five dollars a month uh, for like unlimited watching of like all the SNL episodes and every late night TV show and other comedy things like the IT crowd and stuff like that. But there's an original show that stars one of my favorite comedians, Paul F. Tompkins called bajillion dollar properties. And it's just making fun of those real estate shows that uh, reality shows that are on TV. And it's so funny. I highly recommend mm. you check that show mm-hmm. out. If you get, you know, if you get the free trial of CISO and check it out. There's other really good shows on CISO too that are originals, but um, it's super funny. Uh, I, I love that show. So uh, check, that's awesome check that show out bajillion dollar properties very very funny one of my favorite parts about those types of shows are when the you know the couple says you know our our budget is three hundred fifty thousand, and the guys go all right no problem no problem and then they show him the first house it's got everything you need it's perfect it's amazing in a great area great location just off the beach 27 bedrooms all the pools <laughs> right. in the world you could ask for what's the budget Nine hundred fifty thousand for that house right they're like 600,000 more than we said we were capable of. Why did you even show us this house? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> the, Love it. The best is when they do like the, the flash, the quick shots of what the house is. Like, you know, like they're just, it's got this room, this many rooms, this many bathrooms. And they just start making stuff up. Like it's got six, <laughs> it's got like six elevators. And <laughs> How many times do you think the couple walks into the house and, and sees the interior and goes, this is out of our price range? Like immediately, right? Like how many? Like, why, how many? Why, what are you doing? How many clients are not actually used for the episode? You mean, <laughs> right? Right? Who walk in and immediately go? No, of no, course we're not going to be du- able to afford. You're this. dumb, and we're you're fired. We're moving on. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's we great. want two other hot twins to show us our houses. <laughs> right? Oh, it's so good. They have okay, so they have like the the sexy like all business woman on the bajillion dollar properties. Uh, Played by a great comedian who I can't remember her name right now, um, but uh, they also have uh, like this 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 rich hip Indian dude. He was hilarious, and then they have this woman who's like just completely tech savvy. She's always tweeting and texting and doesn't have a car, so she's always always Ubering to her real estate properties. And then then there's this these these two dudes who are like frat brothers. Uh, one's gay, one's not. One acts gay, one doesn't. I'll let you decide which one that is. <laughs> oh, they're so great. The, the the two dudes together are hilarious. And then, of course, the, the owner is played by Paul F. Tompkins, who is just this, like, this eccentric billionaire who his story is, uh, it's supposed to be inspiration. It's like, of course, I started this 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 company with uh, nothing. Um, I started from the bottom. I worked my way all the way to the top. All I had was this office and a uh, million dollar loan from my father. And that's it. 
That's great. Oh, so funny. That's great. I, I oh, I've got one last thing to hype about real quick. Captain Cold confirmed for Injustice 2. I know that was a while yep. back. Most people oh, know yeah. about it, but yeah. Captain Cold! There you go. Yes. My pre-order is in for the Ultimate Edition. Cannot Hell wait for yeah. May 16th. There you go. Yeah, me there too, you buddy. You and I, we'll, we'll Captain Cold it up on... Except you're on PS4, Injustice I'm 2. on Xbox One. Why even bother then? Oh, Let's just yep. end the friendship. Let's never talk again. <laughs> All right. Except for right now, when Johnny tells us about the podcast he hosts. Oh, well, occasionally I'll host uh, Just Two Pals, and uh, it's with my buddy Randy. And uh, keep Randy in your thoughts right now, guys. There's some stuff going on. He's he's he's, he's a little sad about some things, so think about him and junk. Um <laughs> And uh, we're just two pals on AtomicGeekdom.com. And you can find it on iTunes and Google Play and Satchel Player. And uh, we just stick around and talk about whatever topic we feel like talking about. And we go off track a lot. Um, and and I'll say this. Great. Let, me, let, me, let me interrupt you for a second there, Johnny. We haven't oh, done that, we haven't okay. done that in a while. Uh, yeah, yeah, perfect. Uh, if you cry and complain about how long a podcast is, shut up. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, Johnny. thank you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, ours tend to run a little bit longer than we ever planned to. There are hey, plenty Johnny, of times Johnny, when we say, I'm, "Look, I'm let's sorry, just... I gotta, I gotta chime in here for just oh, one second. Unprecedented. Just, unprecedented. Just one second. <laughs> I love your long podcasts. Ah, oh, thanks, buddy. You're welcome, buddy. Thank you very much. I, oh, I need like to, like I need, I need to now. interrupt here as, as the, oh, uh, shit. as the owner of Atomic Geekdom and head honcho. Uh, I, I hate everything about the Just Two Pals podcast. Um, oh. And how they just spit in the face of my authority. Um, we certainly do, Dave. We certainly do. We challenge you regularly. I try to fire them repeatedly, cancel their podcasts, but they have legions upon legions of pals that defend them. So uh, I'm all That's about right. I'm all about that dollar bill and uh, ratings. Ratings speak volumes. So. <laughs> You live another week, Johnny. <laughs> because the Justin Pals pull in tons of <laughs> listeners and great they ratings. Put, you You're guys right. put the butts yeah. in the seats. The ladies love you. <laughs> well, that part's true. I'll give you that one. Yeah, we, it, it's funny. A lot of times we'll say, all right, hey, let's just hop on. We'll record a quick hour, hour and a half maybe. And then and then and then we'll call it. Then literally, they always wind up being two hours. Literally, it's like always. you're doing commentary for a Lord of the Rings director's cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our commentaries for films would be shorter than our actual episode, <laughs> and shorter than the movie itself. <laughs> um, no, we we yeah we we uh, we yak for way too long, and we go off on tangents a lot. And but that's the fun and, of it. It is, yeah. It's, it's, it's. I, we, we do it the way we talk to each other on the phone, and we'll talk for hours on the phone if, if we have the time to. So, like a couple of girls. Uh, anyway, yeah. Just two pals. Uh, hopefully, an episode coming out this week. I don't want to promise it because, uh, like I said, some got some things going on in in the in the background. But uh, I mentioned it on the last episode I was on for Atomic Geekdom. I have some things that I'm that I've got in the works that I'm uh, preparing to. Uh, really really delve into a little bit deeper with dave and then some other things i'm doing on my own kind of privately um so uh yeah i got stuff going on so maybe oh, maybe, wanna... maybe put out your twitter so they can find out about all that stuff yeah yeah, yeah. i was just gonna say if you want to follow me on twitter I, I don't use my twitter all as often as i should um uh, but i'm at johnny wellens and uh just two pals uh just two pals that's our that's our twitter for our podcast just two pals there you go there you go Kyle, Kyle, you host the podcast that is on hiatus at the moment, but will be returning next season, I assume. Correct. Yes. So we actually have um, 
like a, a mini like hiatus episode that involves you know um, Kyle if I could just interrupt you real quick here I'm gonna yeah. just pop open a Mountain Dew voltage oh. you know guys when your buddy when your buddy's gonna go on and on and on and on about his podcast and how great it is compared to yours <laughs> well what you do is just pop open a nice cold refreshing Mountain Dew voltage because it 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 got what you need it's everything it's everything so anyway Kyle hashtag just do pals Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag just two pounds. Hashtag I'm not sleeping tonight because I just opened up a Mountain Dew. <laughs> um, <laughs> side effects may include not sleeping. Uh, side, no, e- yeah. side effects may include happiness and joy, Dave. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, no, I I am one of the three hosts of uh, Legends TV Talk. Uh, we talk about Legends of Tomorrow on CW. Um, yes, we were on hiatus, but we have a a uh, hiatus episode coming out uh, very soon for, uh, that involves uh, a whole bunch of different uh, TV talk shows like Supergirl TV Talk, Flash TV Talk, and Arrow uh, about what the seasons have been for all of them and what they expect to see for their season finales. Uh, look for that soon. It's going to be in all their feeds and also on Legends TV Talk feeds. Um, on Twitter... Or for Facebook for Legends TV Talk, you can follow us at facebook.com slash Legends TV Talk. And on Twitter, you can follow me at Kyle Krause89. There you go. There it is. Uh, and yeah, we are Atomic Geekdom. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend. Also, give us a review on iTunes. Uh, if you don't know what to write there, because it can be a little daunting to be creative, I get that. Let me help you out here. <clears throat> Today I listened to Atomic Geekdom. It's a podcast. I have never heard of podcasts before because I just awoke from a 16-year coma. This was the first podcast I heard, and to be honest, I hated it. But it did open my eyes and ears to this mm. fabulous new genre of podcasts. I won't ever listen to Atomic Geekdom again, but I do enjoy all these other shows like Just Do Bows and Ringside Geeks and Two Broke Geeks and Legends TV Talk. I'll listen to those. But Atomic Geekdom, go screw yourself. Five stars. There you go. Damn. There you wow. go. There's the review Ooh. you can write. See, you don't have I to like us. Hate. You don't have to like us. Just give us five stars because for real, man, who does it hurt to give us five stars? No one. Just give us five stars anyway. Right, right. And plus, 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 we're all people, right? I mean, we're just people. Yeah, everybody des- deserves a helping hand. Tom, Tom, Tom's a person. He's not here right now, but he's a person. Kyle's a person. That guy over there, he's a person. That's a bit from Fly of the Concords. You're welcome. All right. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and the YouTube. On YouTube right now, there's footage of our coverage, uh, I should say, at Heroes and Villains Fan Fest. A little video there put together. Uh, the pictures will be on TopicGeek.com very soon. Also coming very, very soon, if it's not already up, is the coverage that Jenny, Patrick, and Justin got while at WonderCon. So be on the lookout for that. Subscribe on YouTube. Please, please, please. Um... Yeah, you can find our show along with the two broke geeks, the aforementioned Just Two Pals, and our professional wrestling podcast called Ringside Geeks on iTunes, Google Play, Satchel, and at least two of those shows that I know of are on Stitcher, Ringside Geeks, and Atomic Eatum. So you can find us there as well. 
Uh, and also, of course, on AtomicEatem.com. Thanks again for listening, gentlemen. Thank you for joining me as the thunder rolls behind my voice. <laughs> uh, everyone have a wonderful, wonderful week. We will be back next week with something equally entertaining uh, as we get closer and closer to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> Thanks again oh, for listening. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you all next time. Oh, yeah.